Hey everyone and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about the death of Superman, uh, the new DC animated movie that just came out today. And it's um yeah, it's the next one. And what's weird about this one is that they kind of already did this story. In fact, the first one they did in this kind of was, line. Yeah, Superman Doomsday, I believe. They That's what it was it. called, yeah. It came out in 2007. Which, by the way, I feel really old that it's been 11 years since we started this line of DC movies. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. I, I mean, I, it, it, in their defense, they did Flashpoint and, and reboot it. So, I mean, if you're going to retell it, there's a reasonable excuse. Yeah, but it's not like they were all in the same continuity anyway before then. No, that's true. Most of them all felt like there were different things. They're just kind of like they, they did. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going about this. Uh, this is notably written by Peter J. Tomasi, who is a comic book writer who has specifically written a fair bit of Superman over the last few years. Um, we're going to start spoiler free, and then we'll get a spoiler somewhere in the middle. Although I said there's not a whole ton to spoil because a the the story's called Death of Superman, so you know that's going to happen, and. Uh, there's not a, a great deal more to it but we'll definitely keep some stuff for spoilers um, and we'll get into it and I suppose it's worth mentioning if this is the first thing you've ever clicked on from us is we are big DC Comics fans and we do a DC Comics podcast called Comics from the Multiverse we do a DC TV podcast called Television from the Multiverse we talk a lot about DC Comics and the characters and we have big opinions on, on those characters so uh, that kind of sets us up uh, obviously this is based on the story Death of Superman from 1992 I want to say is the year yeah, early to mid 90s was that period so I mean I don't know specifically but I think, it was I think it was 92 and then 93 was Nightfall in Batman which was kind of like the essentially the same thing <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm thinking uh, you know, I, can, I can ballpark it 92 yeah. to 94 yeah so yeah so that's what we're talking about so yeah um, and it's notable there's obviously some re uh, returning uh, voice actors for this one uh, Jerry O'Connell's back as Superman he's done that before Nathan Fillion is Green Lantern I mean obviously these Justice League members aren't main characters but they're there for a couple of scenes here or there um, yeah. Rosario Dawson is Wonder Woman's there um, so no uh, that was, um, I, I, I'm blanking on his name now the guy who plays uh, Black Lightning uh, uh, on, the, on the TV show oh god yeah, um, he he he's Steel. Oh, is he playing Steel? Yeah, Steel. He's not. He's not in this. Uh... Actually, do you know what I'm just noticing here? It just caught my eye if, I, if I'm recognising that face and name. It is. It is him. Um, Wait, go on. on. Let me just. From uh, Better Call Saul, Hamlin. He he is. He's a Hank Henshaw. I just I, I noticed his face there and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Face. I didn't catch that one when I was listening. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll tell you who I didn't quite catch. A cast, then, really. I, I didn't catch who Lex Luthor was when I was listening. Did you not, Rain Wilson? Yeah, Rain Wilson. I was like, what him? Yeah, yeah, maybe, no, it just jumped out at me. Maybe if I go back and listen to it, I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, it's obviously him. But it never, never clicked. Uh, Chris yeah. Williams is the name of uh, the Black Lightning actor. There we go. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's obviously you got a bit of a cast here. You got a bit of a cast. Um, uh, Rebecca uh, Rom Rom Roman Romjin. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Uh, yeah. She 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 played um, Mystique in the earlier yeah. X Men films. She she's the one who's just been cast as a uh, number one for oh, Star Trek. Or, or Star Trek, yeah. Uh, so yeah, noble names, noble names. Um, uh, she's she plays Lois Lane specifically uh, as uh, does Rebecca. So that's that's the movie, and you know it's it's pretty straightforward. Superman. Uh, the, the stuff that's kind of from what I remember from reading the actual comic the stuff that's kind of added in here is the 
is Superman like starting to think about telling Lois that he's Clark Kent, like you know, revealing because her yeah, and Clark I... are dating, but she doesn't know that he's Superman yet. Yeah, in the comics, I think they were already engaged at that point. Yeah, they were already engaged. Yeah, I, I believe so. Uh, if not engaged, they were definitely. She already knew they were already. Oh yeah, they on were the well on the track. Because yeah. uh, quite famously, actually, um, they actually they were going to marry them that year, and they delayed it because I I think it was Lois and Clark starting. They wanted to delay it so they could do the marriage whilst Lois and Clark was on, or something like that. Yeah. So they said, okay, well, we have to we have to delay this for like a year. What do we do in the meantime? Oh, we'll kill him. <laughs> that that was that was the, as, as you do. That was the writers' room uh, for for Superman comics in nineteen ninety two or whatever ninety three. So, uh, so that's that's where that came about. So, so that's something they've added in here, or Tomasi specifically is added in here. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of works because in the comic, literally Doomsday just kind of shows up and starts like causing chaos right at the start. Yeah. So for a movie to function kind of on its own, and it doesn't completely function on its own because. I think one of the reasons why, because I kind of groaned when they announced this, because I was like, really, we're doing Death of Superman again? Why? Uh, but seemingly the reason why they've went with this is because they're actually, much like the original comic book, they're turning it into a trilogy where, because, you know, in Superman Doomsday, Superman is back by the end of that movie and he's fine and it's like it completes the story. Yeah. Whereas in the comic book, it was Death of Superman, which led into Funeral for a Friend, which was also part of... Uh, uh, you, what, was, what was the second one? World Without a Superman, right? So you had yeah. that, and then you had the reign of the Superman, which was the big, big chunk at the, the end that eventually wrapped everything up. Yeah, I think we're just doing the two for these movies. Is this two? Uh, for some reason, I, I think thought it was just a trilogy. Two. I think it's just, but... No, I think they're doing uh, the, the Dark Knight Returns style thing where two two parts, but right, okay. it's going to be one, it makes one, one project. Because they already announced the next one's called Reign of the Superman, so I, I guess it just makes sense. They're just going to do yeah. a, a two for. Uh, but even that, like that's still much more faithful i guess comprehensive yeah. So, yeah just just in terms of like how much time they're spending on the entire story and it's worth mentioning we mentioned steel's in this movie he's not steel yet but john henry irons is there and hank henshaw is is there so that they've set up some characters and there's a glimpse of another character as well uh which i won't spoil uh, that's more of a proper tease later on but um, yeah and there's three post-credit scenes there's, th- there's three there's three they're scattered throughout the credits i ever saw all three damn Okay, well, okay, can, well, we'll go through you, those at the end. You can tell me what those are at the end. Um, yeah. What annoys me is I click through the credits to find the post-credit scene. So I, I don't even think it was the first one I saw. I think I saw the last one. Yeah, there was one right at the very end, yeah. and there was another two scattered throughout. Because that's I, I specifically went through them on my uh, on my, on my TV just to see if there was any yeah. post-credit scenes. I guess I was being impatient because I was I had other things to watch, so I was trying to like speed up the process by skipping through the credits. And c- clearly, I've missed some post-credit scenes as a result. Or mid-credit scenes to be uh, to be completely accurate, but so so you got Superman. He's he's, he's fighting some random intergang criminals. Um, Lex is up to no good as per usual. But the main plot is ultimately Lois is like you know Clark's not telling me a whole lot, and she meets the Kents for the first time, and that's kind of the first chunk of the movie. And like you know Wonder Woman and the others are like joking, you know prodding at him like hey you should go and you know tell her because because uh, early on Barry is. It was brought up that for the next meeting they can't move it to X day because Barry's getting married uh, to Iris yeah. West, of course. And Clark said, "Oh, does she know? Like, what about what? Like, you're the Flash." Like, oh yeah, she's she, she's done that. I told her that ages ago. Like, what yeah, you, you... Can't, can't drop that on the honeymoon. Yeah, um, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I should tell her something." Then. Oh, because uh, that was that was the funny thing actually is that, that because this is kind of set in like a New Fifty Two 
world. Yeah, there there are a few there there are a few things that it takes from that. Like there's a reference to to Clark and Diana having a brief yeah, relationship, which you know did make me. I mean, I don't even hate the idea, but it, it did make me go, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, we're we're using stuff from yeah. there. Um, my, my my biggest problem with that though, honestly, is uh, the costumes. I hate some of the costumes in this. No, I agree. I agree. So, I, I think at least this is an excuse to give Superman a new one. That's right? true. Because that was my thing with the Superman costume, is that for some reason, any time there, there was a toy of him or the statue later on, it looked better than his actual costume. The actual costume, he's got this big collar that comes up all you know up his neck, and yeah, it, it just, and the S looks too small. It's just weird. Wonder it's, it's not a good costume. Wonder Woman's costume, I don't particularly like either. I, I don't mind Wonder Woman's. I don't think it's great, but... It doesn't bother me. I think it looks, you know, Flash, Green Lantern, Batman, they kind of break even. They're fine. They're not necessarily the best. Yeah, they're, they're pretty standard, right? Yeah, they just look their cautions. But Superman and Wonder Woman, I, I, I stuck out to me as being kind of really ugly. Uh, which is a shame because I think the movie's otherwise quite good. <laughs> which. I, I I think this is the best animated movie DC have done since Dark Knight Returns. I might agree with that. Because I think this is. This this feels like Dino Returns in the sense of okay no it's a relatively faithful adaptation but it's updated where it needs to be it's this two part thing and there's there's an actual emotional core to this movie as well which a lot of these movies don't have yeah they, they don't uh, I think I agree with that statement actually I'm trying to think of any of them since then because Dino Returns I was just going through yeah. um, Assault on Arkham is probably the closest uh, in in terms of ones that I've enjoyed it's pretty, it's pretty solid the Teen Titans one I thought was solid enough as well. Judas Contract. Yeah, yeah, no. There's been a good handful that are like, yeah, that's pretty good. It's solid. Uh, you know, uh, Justice League: Gods and Monsters was pretty good. I still haven't seen that one actually. But, but uh, yeah, the the see all the. I feel like the majority of them, though, since then, after Dark Knight Returns, have mostly been kind of mediocre. That's fair. Yeah. There's been a lot I, I of. I can't them. argue with that. There's been a lot of these animated movies where I've just been kind of. I've watched them out of habit, and they're kind of okay. A couple of them are downright bad. You know, the, the the opening half of the Killing Joke is like disastrous, and then that Harley Quinn and Batman one from last year was like, oh my god, someone All kill of it with fire. Disastrous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, th- there's been some really rough ones, but for the most part, they're really like even even before Dark Knight Returns, there was a lot that kind of felt like this, but it felt like it was more consistent after that. Where, okay, this is fine. Like Crisis on uh, Two Earths, I think it was called. Like. It, it's it's fine. It's okay. It's enjoyable enough, but it's not really poking at anything. It doesn't really has like a it doesn't have a pull. Whereas this one, I agree, kind of like Dark Knight Returns, kind of like um, uh, some of the better ones. I'd say uh, Flashpoint Paradox was probably one of the better ones. It's not as good as this. It's not as good as this, but I think again, it it, it works for similar reasons in that it has a story to tell, like specifically, rather than just being oh well, we need to make one of these. Sure, I I feel like Flash Flashpoint was one that I kind of just bundled in with the rest that were kind of just okay. Oh, fair enough. I thought, I, that, I, to, to, I thought that was uh, pretty good, and then it kind of went down after that for me. Um, no, the, the ones I remember being good otherwise were Superman versus the Elite. Um, I did remember like no, the Red Hood. Yeah, that that was good. Yeah, that was one of the best ones. Uh, yeah, I did remember remember Wonder Woman being good, but then when we watched that again. Uh, just before it wasn't the... as good it didn't hold up as well did it, it didn't hold up no there was a lot of problems with it on a repeat viewing um, especially yeah. having um, read a lot more Wonder Woman since I watched it the first time if if I recall the Superman Batman Public Enemies was alright it, it was a solid 7 yeah, yeah it wasn't like one of the oh that's a best one but it was pretty solid yeah um 
but no, this is up there. This is up there with one of the best. I actually found myself getting kind of teary-eyed a couple of points during this, which yeah. is really impressive because, like I say, my biggest complaint with these DC animated movies as of the last like five years is that the vast majority of them leave me just kind of feeling, yeah, okay, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Like, even the the ones that I enjoyed, I'm like, yeah, it's fun enough time. Yeah, you know, that Justice League Dark one last year, yeah, I didn't really feel anything. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, I had I had an okay time with it. I'd say even even this year, Gotham by Gaslight. I'm like, yeah, it was alright. It was okay. Yeah, didn't set my world on fire. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this one, like, I think especially doing this now, a few years after BVS. Oh sure. Oh, it's like, way better like, than BVS. Yeah, that's how you do this story. Yeah, it's way better than BVS's like similar. You know, what, what it took from Death of Superman. Superman Doomsday is, is is still better than than BVS. Oh, yes, yes. No, but in terms of adaptation of Death of Superman, this one by far the top. A several rings down. You got Superman Doomsday, and then somewhere in the gutter, uh, covered in shit, is Batman v Superman: Dawn yeah. of Justice. And I think ultimately, yeah, like you say, you know, when this was announced, you're like, eh, what do we really need to do this again? Well, I, I think partly it's that because Abe have done it again twice technically, uh, if you include BVS. And then secondly, yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I've been kind of just like, oh, these these are okay, yeah. these animated movies. Like they've not been that great for a while. Um, no, no, I agree. But and then, but then they proved to me, no, no, this is why it needed a remake. That, that this last... is this is probably the, the closest that we're going to get to a definitive version. Yeah, of this that, story. that last uh, uh, Suicide Squad one whatever it was called I can barely remember it Elta Pay? oh that sounds right yeah I barely remember yeah, what no, the plot that was, was. I, I, <laughs> that was what four or five months ago yeah there was a lot of Deadshot and a lot of Harley that was about it <laughs> that's all I remember from I'm not it. even sure I can remember who else was on the team I think Captain Boomerang maybe yeah <laughs> I don't know this is kind of the point they're just so forgettable mostly these days but this one was really good. This one, like right away, Superman. This is why it hurts so much that his costume looked like shit because his personality was perfect. Like the way he, oh, he, yeah. he talked to Bibbles in there, and we know uh, Tomasi from the comics likes Bibbles, so it made sense that he was there. But the way he spoke to Bibble, saving people during the Doomsday fight itself, the way that he's trying to save like innocent people while he's fighting Doomsday. Um, yeah, like it's so good. And it, you know, the idea, of course, the emotional weight of like you know building up to tell Lois who he is. As he like is kind of like almost ignoring the Justice League distress call as Doomsday is happening, yeah. and then he has to go and fight Doomsday because ultimately it's a very simple film because it has to be because it's building up to this big fight, and then once the fight happens, the fight lasts a while, and then you know he's, he's going to die because that's kind of the plot of yeah. Death of Superman. Which, uh, speaking of just the the fight stuff in general, mm-hmm. the animation was really working for me this time. You know, sometimes I feel like oh, they, they kind of just it looks all right. No, the animation was some of the good. action stuff in this uh, I thought it, particularly when uh, Wonder Woman was fighting Doomsday looked fantastic it was good Green Lantern was good um, I actually j- just to go along with what I liked about the animation there's a moment where uh, Doomsday's asteroid that he's coming in when that's coming into the earth uh, it goes through the clouds and the cloud kind of like you know dissipates like around it as it goes through it yeah uh, and I thought oh that looked quite good it looked you know it felt kind of there's a downright beautiful shot of uh, during the fight um, I think it's Superman he, he knocks Doomsday up into space basically he goes mm. through the cloud layer and it goes up and it just looks fantastic like it's like yeah that's uh, like one of the best shots I've seen in one of these movies in years which is why it hurts so much that the Superman costume looks like shit because it's like everything uh, looks so good but the costume looks crap and it's like can, yes, can, I know. can, can we just go th- can, can, can we just like pay for like a remastered version where you could you just go through it and just change his outfit that's just everything else can stay the same just uh, yeah, over nothing it. else needs to change just give him more neck uh, 
right? You know, a lot more I, than that. I breathe. found myself really grateful towards the end of the movie where his suit's getting all torn up. And, it's like, yeah, know, rip it to shreds. <laughs> just, just, yeah, like, I don't have to look at it now. Yeah, I just get rid of it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, you know, because usually in a Superman like story or a movie, I'm like excited about him like you know ripping open the shirt and like no, I preferred him as Clark Kent. And this it was like you know, shirt. Yeah, uh, to to be fair, the actual shirt ripping open moment was okay because it's so close in on the yes. Actually, I'll be honest. I'll criticize it not because I think the shot itself is bad. The shot itself is great, but I'll criticize it because the S is bigger in that shot than it actually is in his suit. They cheated, yeah. they cheated, is what I'm saying. They cheated to make that shot look better. And all I was like, but just make it that size the whole time! That, that's <laughs> the problem. They know it needs to be bigger because they're looking at this going, well, that doesn't look any good. We need to make it bigger. So why not just do that permanently? Yep, no, it bugs me. Which is why I, I am glad we, we, we're getting a new suit, right? He's not coming back for this shot. Oh, he better, he better. I, mean, I assume he'll have his black suit. really Wonder Woman needs sorted. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's kind of annoying that even though the comics have kind of gotten away from all these New 52 stuff, because we're in Rebirth now, the, the movies for some reason have stuck to the New 52 stuff. I don't know why. Yeah, and, but... and we've been in Rebirth for you know a good couple of years now. Yeah, so hopefully they can fix that. I I, I think, yeah, if, if I'm... Yeah, so so the biggest strength this has is that it actually get, it gets Superman and it has this emotional core because it's the relationship with Lois and Lois Doubt and Clark. And, Joe, you know, it's actually really nice to read a version of this story where she's actually just really into Clark. Like, they're actually, they're already dating and it's not like, oh, it's not the classic, oh, she hates Clark and thinks he's a doofus. Like, you know, when the movie starts, she's actually like, he's joking that, oh, you always seem to be in a better mood when you've met Superman. And then you know, maybe you should buy a pair of tights then. You know, there's there's some banter about it and it's funny. And it's obviously, it's doubly funny to us because, you know, he's Superman. So it's like, he's he's almost just being jealous of himself. But it's good nature. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's good. Um, it, yeah, I I think it just it gets Superman. It gets how he interacts with people. The you know the idea of Bibbo like watching the fight and being concerned, Lois being concerned watching the fight. Um, the and yeah. I, I love actually because in Death of Superman, it's a there's a very similar thing where like the Justice League tries to fight Doomsday first, but at the time in the comics, the Justice League was kind of this weird B squad of characters where. You know, yeah. I, if I remember, you had like Guy Gardner, but he wasn't a Green Lantern at yep. the time. No, you're right. And there was other characters that I can't remember. It was a bunch of B and C listers. Uh, so it actually works better when it's the proper Justice League. You know, it's Flash, it's Green Lantern, it's Wonder Woman, it's um, you know Martian Manhunter. Because actually, one of my favorite parts of the when it was before Superman was fighting him was Martian Manhunter fighting him, and him trying to like you know because and even yeah. Batman and, like, and just trying to keep him away from Batman. Yeah, because he knows. I mean, Batman's not got a chance again. I mean, they're all getting their asses kicked. Like, the, 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 Batman has no chance. Yeah. But in the idea that Batman knows that and he's just running, he's running from this like unstoppable killing machine. Um, it makes because yeah. what it all does is kind of that thing where it just it keeps building and building them. So it's like the only one who has a chance is Superman. So yeah. by the time we get to that point where they're all broken, they're all almost dead, and you know, Superman eventually just shows up. Um, it's big. It, it, no, it's big and it's it's these elements that I feel weirdly using the, the new fifty two continuity in in the way that they are. This is where it excels because this movie, you know, if you do a, a straight adaptation, you don't have the stuff with uh, with Lois there, you know, like like this building up to that. You don't have that emotional core because she already knows. You've got that other Justice League, so doing it this way, it feels like this is kind of how it should be. 
I mean, I would disagree that that's got anything to do with using the new 52 continuity. I would just say that that's just not using exactly what was continuity at the time. No, no, it's true, but... Because I, I, feel, I, like I feel like because if we hadn't done the new 52 like reset of this animated universe, I, I don't feel like they would make this movie and go, oh, we'll use the BC listers. Well, no, they would just use the main seven. Okay, that, okay, they might on that one. Uh, probably wouldn't use Cyborg, admittedly. But, <laughs> probably not, but whatever. It's like, but, uh, the, Cyborg's just there. Specifically the stuff with the, the, the lowest relationship, which is the, the, the core of this movie. I don't know if they'd have done that or if they'd have used a more straight adaptation. But that's the thing, though. It doesn't feel like it's based on New 52 either, though, because New 52 Superman and Lois never really happened. Or no, no, exactly. This is this is going beyond the New 52 stuff, though. This is going from that relationship where they were previously in these movies and you know, it references the What, the what I would argue here is that this isn't because it's using the New 52. This is just Tomasi trying to get away from the New 52 and picking oh. what he wants to do with Lois and Superman. And like, okay, so in this uh, world yet, yeah, we've not really had Superman and Lois in this way so we're going to do do that properly he's he's basically fixing it he's he's basically doing his own rebirth and just saying okay let's get no, this no. on track no i i agree and but all i mean is is from this starting point of the new 52 stuff where they are going from where they are now i think actually had such a good starting point for this movie uh through, you know as much as it's been some shit leading up to it don't be wrong i think it's left him in a great place to move from for this movie I don't know. I feel. I feel like it's a weird argument here because he yeah. he could essentially just do this from any point. That's that's fair. You know, like yeah. I, I feel like you're almost making yourself feel better that we had to get through the shit to get to this. It's, it's kind of almost like well, Rebirth was great in the comics, but would it have been better just not to have the five years of misery that was in New Fifty Two before we got that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. You know, like so. It's like I'm I'm, I'm with you. Um. But no, I, I think I think the the, the Clark Lois thing is perfect. It really is. So I mean, just we'll give the spoiler warning now. I think just so we can talk about stuff later on and yeah. uh, what it does with things specifically. And you know, so the scene where he tells her it's just a really simple scene where they're sitting down. I feel like there's other writers who would have went really grandiose with like the moment she finds out, and it's just no, I'm Superman, and she just laughs at him. And he's like, no. Uh, which is, of course, you know, I'm I'm waiting for the laugh when yeah. he says that. I'm just because that's the that the response, right? And I like the way he takes off his glasses. She doesn't actually just see him immediately. He's like, no, look, look at me. Really, look at me now. Yeah. And it takes her a second, and she's like, holy shit. Do you know what? I'd have loved if they actually had her say holy shit. I mean, I know, like, I mean, cause it's kind of PG-13. You can get, just do, do holy you can, shit. You get away with one. Yeah. Um. So, well, PG-13 can have as many shits as it wants, I believe. I can't. Yeah, PG I thought, there, I thought there was still a limit of like you know five or ten or something like that. I mean, maybe there is, but I mean five or ten is enough that I'm not noticing that it's a limit. You know? No, that's true. Um, whereas the F bomb, it's like no, 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 they can have one, and you'll you'll notice you the one. one um, yeah. But like, it's it's a really well handled scene, and then the, the fight happens, and I have to admit, I I got like, the, the moment that hit me, and I didn't see it coming, is. So mid fight with Doomsday, Lois ends up in the helicopter with Jimmy, and they're, they're you know they're trying to fall out. And eventually the helicopter goes down. And Superman has to go and like grab the helicopter, and they land on a roof. And Lois comes out to speak to him. And you know this is the first time she's really had a chance to speak to him as Superman, knowing that he's Clark. Because he, right? he had to rush off. Yeah. So it's you know this is like the, you know, all this has happened for the first time, and he, he he's feeling the fight, and he st- he starts to like fall over, and she grabs him and she says, "I've got you," and he looks back at her and says, "You've got me. Who's got you?" That that hit me just, way harder than I think 
Uh, it I know, should. It's it's you know that's that, that that classic line from the the original movie, but just you know reversing the roles. It's one of these. It's one of these things where I feel like with certain versions of superhero stories, you kind of almost like continuity is this weird thing where the history for like say this is actually just kind of a mashup of all previous superman continuities it's basically whatever the writer wants to pull from and yeah. him him saying this here it's not like oh it's a wink to the audience that oh this is in the movie you'll recognize it when he says that he's making a reference to her saying that to him the first time he caught her so whatever you'd say to me no that moment happened in this continuity no i i, I agree she yeah. she fell he caught her and that exchange happened. That exchange happened. And I'm fine with that. And, and oh, it's great. And it's just one of these things where I feel like, especially with the comic books, where because there's so much continuity, and you, you kind of just have to forget a lot of it a lot of the time. It's just, you know, there's some version of this history. It's, it's kind of like when, um, like, we get... Uh, so, so we're getting a Batwoman show, right? Next year, potentially, right? They're, they're developing that. So obviously, Batman happened in history, or even Supergirl. Right? Superman happened in history already, right? Superman exists, but we don't know quite what. You know, yeah, it's, we don't it's know. this amalgamation of Superman. Like, yeah. we know there's references to events. So, so they'll reference that he's battled Lex. They'll reference that he's battled Zod, but it's like what actually happens. Well, it's just kind of the big events you think of as Superman all probably happened, and the stuff, you know, like I think Jimmy at one point referenced, oh, the first thing he ever did was catch a plane, which. Okay, it was a helicopter in the movie, but I imagine it was probably a very similar type of situation, right? It's probably just this weird kind of mix of what you think of as general Superman history is what's probably in. And I feel like when you do something like this where you're jumping in, and even though it's technically in continuity with some of the other animated movies, although, I mean... But you can get away with that. Yeah, it's basically... No, no. It's basically just whatever history that we're, we're picking from is what we have, and that's fine. No, it's a, it's a great little moment. It it yeah. really is, and there there are so many little moments that I appreciate. Like the the Justice League uh, as these supporting characters add so much. Yeah, there's a like, lot of like great banter to the start with Flash being the cleanup crew and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I, I think uh, Barry and Hal in particular had a lot in terms of just just poking. Oh, Flash making fun of Batman because uh, Batman says, "Oh, we can't do it that night." The, the meeting that is back to this meeting they're trying to reschedule because he's got a, a parent teacher night for Damien and Flash does a Batman impression talking about oh are you on the PTA tell me you're on the PTA uh, we have to talk about this the situation at the school I can't remember what he says puts but his he, fingers up behind his head for yeah. ears as well but he does a Batman voice as if he's at a PTA meeting and it's just it's just gold it's gold um, it's funny because actually that scene in particular it really reminded me of the the newest current Justice League run in the comics with uh, from Snyder, mm. and you know like that first issue. Uh, you know we had a lot of those little banter moments. Yeah, specifically making fun of it Batman. Kind of, <laughs> specifically making fun of Batman there as well. Yeah, it really feels kind of like that, right? What I liked is the relationships all feel like the mid sense. Like I said, one of my favorite moments with the Justice League fighting them was Martian Manhunter trying to just not let him go after Batman because. Basically, Martian Manhunter's fighting, and Batman's like, you know, he's he's on this fire escape over the side, and he's like half bloody and beaten. And he's like, oh god, no, I'm 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 getting tired, like running away from him. And Doomsday turns to fight him, and Martian Manhunter's doing quite a good because he he can you know obviously go in corporeal, yeah. yeah, he's phasing, and Doomsday can't hit him. So it's like okay, so Martian Manhunter can at least keep himself safe. He can't beat him necessarily, but he can keep himself from being you know injured. Uh, yeah. But then he has to like come out of it to like try and like distract him and keep him from Batman. And, uh, I like that moment. I love that after that and, happens. And, and the follow up as that is, is you know, he gets thrown into the the, the 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 gas station. Yeah, it's all fire. Yeah. 
and it's all fire and he's just screaming in terror yeah it was actually kind of a dark moment actually that I'm thinking about it and then yeah but after this like Batman like sort of he stumbles down he's like on, on his on, he's, on, he's lying down basically killed over and he's like Clark we need you right now and just from that one line I'm like the entire friendship between Batman and Superman exists like that's all you get of it really there's not a lot of talking between them Batman's only in the one meeting scene early on and then he's in like the fighting scenes here but with that one line, I feel like Batman and Superman's relationship that I expect to be there is there. It just exists. Yeah, no, it is all there. Like, um, you've got it throughout, like with uh, with Wonder Woman, her, yeah. you know, calling him Clark in the field, and he's like, no, no, don't do that. Come on, code names. Yeah, or even that when she's like, uh, oh, you want to be called Superman? Yeah, you have an ego, and and he's like, well, Wonder Man makes me sound, you know, like I'm married to you. But he's like, no, I, I like it because she gave me it. She gave me that name. Yeah. Which, again, uh, lots of versions of Superman, Lois named him Superman. So, yeah. again, it's adhering to that history. It's a really sweet moment. Um, uh, and you, you feel, it, just, you, it just feels really genuine, doesn't it? It does. And you, you feel bad when she's like, Lois is getting kind of weird because he's he's, he's, he's holding stuff back. He, he, doesn't, he clearly doesn't want to really have her talking to the Kents, his parents. Um, and they're telling just goofy stories about his youth and talking about Lana, trying to embarrass him. Um, yeah. And he gets her out there quick enough. But it's just, it's all these nice little moments, these little references to things that, that, that really work. And yeah, and obviously, like we say, so we introduced to John Henry Irons. Uh, so he's yes. there. They establish he's a Superman fan. Hank Henshaw is so convinced that Superman's going to because he's up in space. He's he's in the uh, you know the space station. Well, yeah, space station. I was going to say in orbit. He's in orbit. Yeah, you know, yeah. around Earth. Um, and uh, obviously, this meteor's coming. The ship's getting ripped apart. It's like Superman will save us. He always saves us. And then, then he's the, the other astronauts that he's with just get sucked out into space, and they're just like gone. And I'm like, oh, that is dark as well. That's dark as shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're just dead. It doesn't, it doesn't pull punches. This movie. It doesn't. And then so obviously the the, the final post credit scene that I did see was a uh, was a uh, him looking like Cyborg Superman uh, flying towards towards earth yes uh um and obviously they tease so we, we got him we, we tease we, we confirm that john henry is around um we do see that pod project cadmus lex has got like all these clones he's got his evil doctor genius quite yeah. we, we see superboy we see the, the the what's going to become of connor kent um we do yeah in a test trip. uh what one of the post i think the first post credit scene is uh is john henry Hammering out uh, the the steel, the, the the Superman logo. Oh, cool. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. That, that's that's one of them. I'm trying to remember what the what the second one was. Was it Eradicator so, related? Three. I don't think so. Just because they all two are about you know two of the the Supermen that we're going to have. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Let me just have a quick quick glance because I'm just trying to remember. Um, uh, yeah, you have a so look. The, uh, the the cliffhanger actually is. Remind oh, me. Oh no, sorry. The, the steel one was the second one. The first one was uh, Superboy being unleashed. Okay, all right, cool. Remind me, um, the end of the Death of Superman book, uh, as in the first trade, that's just the Death of Superman. Does that end with the same cliffhanger of like, so, you know, the 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 the, the tomb's empty, the the crypt, is empty. That does happen. That definitely happens. That definitely happens in the comic, it... but it may be slightly later. I thought it was slightly later, but yeah, maybe I'm just not remembering. Yeah, so they get the big statue, and of course, um, and of course, also just to go back to the emotional core of the film. The moment that he he does hit Doomsday hard enough to kill him, which by the way looks great because his head like spins right round, um, that happens because Lois uh, steps in because Lois actually no, knowing that she can't accomplish a damn thing throws a rock at Doomsday. 
<laughs> she throws a rocket Classic into Lois, right? Yeah. And then she's going to throw a second one and just realise this, this, this is worthless. And Superman can barely stand up, but he gets enough strength. He summons enough strength. He's like, no, I'm not letting Lois die. And I almost like I almost want to like uh, like theorize that Lois can see that he's starting to struggle and thinks almost egotistically he might summon enough strength to save me. Well, this might give him enough motivation to get back up I, I one more so, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that idea that she she is doing that not necessarily knowing that it might take so much out of him that it'll kill him, but like no, this might give him just the enough strength to to win the fight. Is that if I'm in danger? Yeah. Um, yeah. And she obviously says, "I love you." And it's this slow moment where Doomsday's walking towards her, and you know, Clark's like clenching his fist and ready to do it. Um, but it's great. It's it great works, because the the entire movie has been about their relationship. So having it her, there... I, I particularly enjoyed uh, the scenes with Lois and Cat. Oh yeah, yeah, because uh, she thinks Clark's going to break, break up with her because he's like, oh, we need to talk at lunch, and we know that he's actually wanting to tell her who he is. But yeah, she's like, yeah. "Oh no, that's only bad. That sounds like a breakup." Um, but like that first moment where where Cat pops up. She's yeah. like, so what's going on with you two? And she's yeah. like, oh, meeting the parents. And I was like, how did you know? It's like, didn't tell just now. It's like, okay, that's cat. Yeah. Also, like, uh, little Steve cameo. I want, I want, you know, Lombard. Yeah, yeah. I, I, want, I want to say no to little Steve Lombard action. Um, uh, and particularly when they're making fun of him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I heard my name. Eh? You want the long bar? Uh, what was he called? Because he's like, oh, the long bar of Tron or something like that. He gives himself like a yeah, it's it's something a goofy nickname. He's like, yeah, and Cass like, no, uh, only talking about you in in, in reference to HR. Yeah. <laughs> uh dear. Oh, poor Steve. Yeah. Poor Steve. Joy, Joy, Steve kind of reminds me of. He reminds me kind of of. Uh, or I suppose it's the other way around. Like I'm reminded of Steve by this character in a weird way, not at the first, but there's shades of Talbot from Agents of Shield and Steve. Okay, I can see think, what you're saying. Think of Talbot like with a Captain Crunch saying, "Well, I still outrank you with the mustache," and then just imagine Steve's, yeah, yeah. you know, having a similar kind I, of I, I think sentence. The, the key difference is Talbot is successful. Oh sure, Steve's kind of a bit washed up, right? I, I mean, he's got a good job, don't be wrong. Oh but sure, it, yeah. it was never his first choice. He wanted to be the athlete. I guess what I'm saying is, is I want to cast. Uh, uh, oh God, uh, Adrian uh, Pazdar uh, as Steve Lombard if he's up for it. I always been Morgan Ed and Supergirl, but whatever. They'll just you know cast them as Let's do it. Lombard. Give him the mustache back, and have him be Lombard. Yeah, no, I'll take it. And the next uh, Superman movie or whatever, do it. It's fine. Mm. Um, you know, it's all stuff. So no, I'm actually I'm like I came into this just kind of being like ah, oh, I've been kind of down in these movies. They they tend to only be okay, and I was actually really into this. It just it was clicking immediately, and. I think it says something that it's not like with the other ones where I'm like, I'll, it's not until halfway through where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of bored or, or I'm not into this that much. No, no, that feeling is there from the start. There's, you can tell almost immediately that this one has energy. That this one is written with, yeah. with, um, with tact, with skill, with pacing. Yeah, it, it's it's just got a, a level of care that most of them haven't had. Which is a shame. I I, I would much rather they slow down and just make one a year if they can keep up the qualities to this. Uh, no, I, I agree because this was great, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to the next one now. Yeah, I assume Tomasi's writing the next one as well. I, I think so. I think it will have just written it as one big thing. I'd hope so, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see why they wouldn't. It, have would su- it will suck really hard if it's someone else and it ends up sucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, it's yeah. really good. Uh, this is great. Like- and I think it says something. Most of the recent DC animated movies we've reviewed, we have scraped to like twenty minutes and then like waffled for five more minutes. We're already at like thirty-five minutes on this one. Yeah, I've still got more. To, we haven't even started talking about Lex yet. Yeah, we haven't talked about Lex. Lex is uh, 
again, arrogant enough to think that he can fight Doomsday in his in his mech suit. And and to be fair, like he doesn't do a bad job at first. At first, no. But then, then of course he's just infuriated that Superman had to save him. Yeah, you get that moment where yeah, you you he's he gets thrown back and he's gonna smash into the wall and Superman yeah. catches him. And he's relieved. And you get where he stares at him. Yeah, he's relieved for like a second, and then he's like, Ugh. and there's just there's just half a second where it looks like he might say thanks. Mm. And then Superman flies off, and he just gets angry again that he yep. had to be saved. Yep, yep. He's, he's, about, he's about, at the end when they're doing the big speech for Superman, uh, the big funeral. And you just see Lex in his neck brace, just looking miserable. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and he, he he gets invited to give a speech, and he's like, you know, I I I delayed it long enough so that Superman had a chance. Yes. Makes it about him, of course, but he's you know this is this is Lex at his best as a public speaker. Way you know he's he's on house arrested at the start of this movie. He's obviously sneaking out in some some rather good disguises, but you know, oh yeah, he's he's, he's, he's a criminal. He's trying to convince Star Labs to give him Doomsday's body, <laughs> and Star Labs, yeah. like, no, piss off. We know what you're like. You're still away. Yeah, yeah. He he is a you know a, a criminal, but he gives this speech, and it, it it does the job of coming off like a hero. He comes off like you know, yeah. Oh, so me and Superman had our differences, but we agreed at times on like things like this, and he well, just... goes like yo. Worth mentioning during that scene, uh, his baby ship, Superman's baby ship, flies off on its own. Yeah, yeah. I think that's because it starts the, uh, the the fortress, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That might have been. More, that's that been, been the read it, but that sounds right. That, that might have been in the post credits. Oh, that was it. Okay. I'm not sure. More post credit yeah, stuff. Oh, wait, sure. How much did I, I miss? I'm sure I saw. <laughs> I, yeah. I have to go back and watch all these post credit scenes now. Um, yeah. But no, so I, lo- I, lo- I love how like I feel like they don't do that many post credit scenes, and all of a sudden with this one, it's like here I have four. Um, yeah. But yeah, that it was really solid. Like I, I really genuinely. I, I think my biggest critique that I genuinely have is maybe too many endings. Sure. Because sure. it, it keeps feeling like okay, that's the one you end on. Like I think pro- probably Bibbo with the the photo, and then there's something else. Uh, you know, then you got like maybe Lex with Cadmus, and then you got. Yeah, you know, you got you know, you got the obviously you have the the final one, which is the, the, the grave. Yeah, with, with, with yeah the, but the there's moment. just like one two where I'm like, just stop there. Um, I did love the moment of Lois going to the Kents, who it's like I, I get the I love the idea that they didn't even know she knew yet, and she just she's there to comfort them because it's like oh we can bond over this yeah. even though last time we spoke I didn't even know your son like was them at, at the funeral and like like you know like you step back and you know, she's crying her eyes out. Yeah, uh, and, and they can't they can't say anything. It's uh, it's crushing. It's great stuff. It's great stuff. Uh, so yeah, you can ask Death of Superman. It's really good. <laughs> if you're a DC fan, I highly is, recommend yeah. uh, checking this one out. Rent it, buy it, whatever you do. Just just see it. It's good. Um, you know, I, I would say you know if you can buy it, support these ones to prove that you know that make them of these quality and and people will come for them because I know uh, famously the the Wonder Woman uh, one in what, 09, mm-hmm. that didn't sell that well. Which is why we never got another Wonder Woman film. I know, and they they took it to be oh, female ones don't sell because they were supposed to be doing a um, a Batgirl Year One. Not uh, they they were ready to go into oh, that, that hurts. after Wonder Woman, and it got cancelled because it's because of the poor sales. I love that book. That hurts a lot. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, support support this one. It's just really good. Um, but, I mean, we're getting another Wonder Woman one next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We got a few we, next year. Comic Con announced like a few. Five, four. What? We're getting like four next year, I think. Yeah, because we're getting Wonder Woman Bloodlines, right? And we're getting the sequel to this, yep. Reign of the Superman. Um, we're getting Justice League versus the Fatal Five. 
Yes, uh, that will be exclusive to the DC Universe service. Not surprised they're doing that. I, I, I would expect more of them to start doing that, to be honest. Um, and then what's that the fourth makes one? Sense. Uh, Hush. Batman Hush. Yes. Hush? Yeah. Batman Hush, yeah. Um, so yeah, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, and Justice League. I mean, I'll critique that a little bit. It's a little bit boring. It's the three biggest characters and then the team that has all those characters in it. But, you know, I, I would really love it if one per year was someone a bit smaller, was someone a bit weirder, was... You know, do a Swamp Thing movie, do, do no, I mean, no, or even I, a Batgirl I, movie, yeah. No, I I agree with that, but given that it will have been a decade since the last Wonder Woman one, oh sure, that's go fair. ahead. Oh yeah, what? No, Wonder. I, I think I mean Batman's the one because we want a sequel to this for sure. So Batman or Justice League is the one I'd say. You know, push that next year. Give us something a bit stranger. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. Um, um but uh, this this one has given me some hope going forward, though that. I'm still maybe, going to be, we can, maybe we can recapture the magic. Yeah, I'm still going to be trepidatious because one is not a pattern. One is okay. No, it's, no. A, it's an outlier. But uh, I agree, but at this point, I thought, eh, well, we're never going to get another great one of these, right? Going into this, that's kind yeah. of how I felt. I mean, maybe it says that... I mean, I don't, I don't know if every comic writer would transition well, but clearly Tomasi did a good job here. So... Tomasi, yeah, yeah. uh, and if other comic writers who can transition to writing like a, at least an animated movie script... Yeah, get them, get them on board. Have the people who are actually writing they, these they, characters. They clearly know the characters the best, and that's that's why they should be involved on some level. Yeah. So, no, very good. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you think of Death of Superman um, in the comments. Uh, this will, of course, this is obviously on YouTube uh, as a review. It'll be in the audio feed, of course, for 1.21. Or, sorry, but it's the, 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 the audio feed's called Male Fuzz Movies, and it has all the 1.21 shows. It's got 1.21 Gigawatts, Overload, um, and, and Flux. Uh, but this will also be in the Comics from the Multiverse feed, as we have done in the past with uh, other DC Comics uh, movies because uh, yeah. obviously it's of interest to people on, on that feed um, so I just, I'll use this time to whatever one you're listening to this on consider checking out the other one uh, if you if you like more movies if you're on the comics of the multiverse feed try the the movies feed and see if you like us talking about other movies and sci-fi movies and shit and, and whatever else yeah. um, if nothing else the big new blockbusters and stuff that you might be interested in um and you know likewise if you're into comics uh, check out the comics from the multiverse um, or even the television from the multiverse if you want to hear us talk about the TV shows um, I mean we're in the off season right now because all the TV shows are off but we're working our way through all the episodes of Lois and Clark Smallville and Young Justice in the meantime um, so mm. it might, might be of interest and we're actually not, we don't have that much Young Justice left so when we're done with that we'll probably start one of the other animated shows that is uh, yeah, well regarded probably. not Batman even though I wanted to do that first because the HD versions are coming fairly See, he, soon here's the thing I, I would also want to do Batman first but when we finish I mean th those HD versions are only like a month out so maybe just get, get started jump into the HD when they when they when they pop up no what I'd maybe suggest is if we want to wait for the HD versions but don't want to start another show so we can just go straight into Batman when it hits is maybe do some of the old animated movies instead you know as, as placeholders you know one per week oh yeah instead yeah. you know the yeah, older ones that we that. haven't done some of the ones that we haven't covered yeah I know it's a TV podcast but whatever I mean <laughs> it fits yeah it's all DC stuff it's fine you know uh, go back and maybe do Dark Knight Returns uh, you know, over two weeks and maybe the other good ones we like yeah, yeah. it's an idea um, but yeah so uh, uh, we should rate this one before we go though we should if we want to rate Jaws we did Jaws like recently so yeah of, of all the things I know of all the things I mean Jaws obviously is I, I think the problem with that one was we were just like well we know it's going to be high yeah. because we're gushing over it so yeah. we didn't even think about it Yeah, I mean, for the record Jaws is like a, a 9 or a 9.5 I don't need to think about yeah, it I, I, I give it a 9 yeah 
classic. Anyway, uh, Death of Superman. No, this is really good. Um, what would I give it? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't. I'm going to go eight point five. Yeah. I can't go. See if they had a better suit, I'd get a nine. But that that suit bugs me so much. Distracted you just too much. It's just it's too much. I, every time he, I, every the start of every scene with him in that suit, I had a moment where I went, "Oh, that was awful." And then you know I'd get into it again afterwards. But every time. No, no, I'm I'm with you. Eight point five, which is you know given that the last run of these have been what between five and seven. And the seven take. sevens were getting rare as well. To be honest, this they were. They're, they're mostly hitting like sixes, right? With the occasional uh, above or below. Yeah, five, five and six, so this, and, it, and then the odd travesty like uh, Harley Quinn, Batman, which was like a three or like four or something, like or something like that. Yeah. Um, but this this was a fantastic movie, and I'm I'm so glad that I yeah you know, some of these I'm like eh can I be bothered with these? Yeah. But you know habit. I mean, it's one of, one of the things we should mention is that every so often on Influx, every three or four months, we do a, a countdown and. We considered a while ago doing a top 50 superhero movies, but we decided to wait a little bit because we didn't quite think there was enough that we loved. But this is a sort of another one that's maybe not as obvious that adds to that list where it's like, okay, when we do top 50 superhero movies, this will probably be on there. This will probably rank Oh, yeah. yeah well. It would definitely get on mine. Yeah. So, um, you know, another good superhero movie to the list is, is a good thing. Um, so, yeah. And it's nice to get a good DC movie because, you know, those, those are on short supply. Uh, oh, I mean, hopefully things will turn around. Obviously, we get Aquaman and Shazam coming, and hopefully those can. It's it's kind of crazy. We're going to have two Wonder Woman movies next year. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, animated and live action. That's cool. That's cool. So, yes, yeah, so, and obviously we're we're drowning in TV content at this point. I mean, CW is going to have six TV shows. The DC service has announced four live action and two animated so far, so we'll see how many more we end up with. It's clear, that's that's before you include Krypton and we got the Alfred series and Oh I'd forgotten about that stupid Alfred series. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> oh actually though, there's some interesting Krypton news for the uh, T V news this week and there we'll talk is, about we'll talk about that in T V in the multiverse as well. I won't mention it here, but there's some interesting season two Krypton news coming up. But that is mm. us, so thank you very much once again for watching and listening and we always appreciate it. Uh we go to patreon.com. I, I spent so much plugging the other audio feeds that I never mentioned Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV is how you can support us if you want to do that. You can just for one dollar you get some a couple of bonus shows and some stuff early. But obviously there's some voting stuff you can get the five dollar tier and so on and so forth. Um so please do check it out and if not you get handy links to all of the different shows uh, and all the audio feeds there as well so it's worth going over to, just to, just for that handy information um if not to give us money but we do love money so you know if you can we'd, we'd love it, it. Helps. We'd appreciate it um so yeah that is us so thank you once again for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep watching movies guys and we'll see you next time <laughs>